Hello and welcome back to another episode of TNT with your girl G. I hope you are having a great week so far. Happy Tuesday if you're listening happy on Tuesday. Tuesday. If not, happy whatever day it is. Yeah, whatever day of the week it is. I still sound so husky. Do what do you think? You always sound husky. No, I don't. No, I don't. Like <laughs> I've been ill, so as I said in my last video, so mm. it's still seriously been like that long but anyway moving on okay <laughs> moving swiftly on i'm gonna be yeah. really real for a minute <laughs> this is the third time we have filmed this video recorded this i'm not even lying when i say this the first time we recorded we it, forgot some content yeah we forgot some content <laughs> and then the second time we recorded it the microphone was like this literally so we're here <laughs> do you know what it is guys god's timing is perfect so yeah we, we are recording this is refined yeah um but it's all good this yeah. is the daughter and father collab so um just introducing who i'm speaking with i am joined with my lovely father Papa. today aka simpson charlton the famous simpson charlton Not the famous. um and i don't know what is there to know about you you're a painter decorator. um i have five children as many of you may know georgia being the oldest jolie who is 22 Two. today um and alicia who's going to be 21 Esther and Zakaya, eight and nine, and a lovely wife, Melissa, who I've been married to for 23 and a half years. Yeah, actually. Actually, about 29, nearly 29 years. It's not Jodie's birthday today, because this is not going to go out on her birthday. So don't wish her happy birthday. <laughs> oh, <laughs> her yeah. birthday's already been. But yeah. um, I'm yeah. sure she'll appreciate the messages. But when we're recording, it's her birthday today. Yeah, it is her birthday today. Um, and yeah, like Dad said, he's... Happy I birthday, said, Jodie. Dad, really? <laughs> Honestly? Oh my gosh. Um, it's so much fun filming with family. Um, yeah, speaking of filming with family, we actually have a YouTube video that is now five years old of when my dad does my makeup, if you're interested. If oh, you're, yes. If and look, look, look no, how she's improved no, since, you no. know what I mean? Because of, because of what I did. No, Dad. You know, it no. is, you took me bare tips. Bear tips. That's yeah, feathering, no, cutting in. Look. That's what you said on my video. Look, and now okay, you do anyway, it. Anyway, let's get out. Hey, listen, just if you wanna me to do a makeup again, no, because I think no, I, I think it's a must. It's got to come back. Then a hundred likes or subscribers, hundred likes, you know, um, then I'll be on it. I'll be on it doing that makeup, making her look. Pristine. Um, I feel like I have a say. No, no, no. Hundred anyway, likes, guys. Anyway, likes. Shall we? Shall we move on oh, to the Papa. topic? Shall we move on to the topic that yes, we're going to be discussing, on. which is very important. <laughs> we are going to be discussing today the power of prayer, um, because prayer very is important. is so important. Um, we should live and breathe prayer and. For us, I mean, like I say, prayer is in our everyday, but a particular year that we were pressing in and particularly on our knees was 2021, wasn't it? Well, 2020 to 2021. Yeah. Um, 2021, yeah. Yeah, how did 2020 start? 
we went to India. Mm-hmm. We went to we India. We did go to India. India. Yeah. And it was, it was really good. Really amazing time. Amazing time together. Me and George went with our church. And yep. Just seeing God move in a powerful way. And uh, we literally, there was rumblings of COVID while we were out there. Do you know what is funny? Because we fully saw people in the airport, like masked up and everything. And I was thinking, what, what? are these people like? Yeah. They're so extra. Why are they? Next thing we know, whoop. Yeah, come back. Within, within two, days, um, two of- days I was getting back, India shut its borders. Yeah. And um, so that was a miracle in itself. And then we had we met one more time, one more Sunday at church. Um, the Sunday that we got back, uh, and then after that, we didn't meet. Yeah. For nearly two years, so didn't really get to share. Yeah, we didn't. India. We didn't get to share. That was really <laughs> sad, actually. Um, yeah, and then actually, like in lockdown in yeah. twenty twenty was actually like good time for us as a family because we were just really good really good time as a family because one of the things i mean we were blessed in the fact that um we all were at work so Mm. mel was worked at the school so she was at working um as a ta at the school but our kids could go in so they because she worked at their school so our kids were in school still learning and benefiting and that was that was a god just blessed um moment and provision and all, all the girls were working and I was working so apart from not being able to see um, friends and family we 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 were pretty much doing what, what we'd we normally do yeah yeah so apart from the fact you could go out once a day for exercise or like we may have broken them rules a few times okay <laughs> <laughs> oh my life (laughs) honestly um yeah so this yeah the beginning of um lockdown and everything and then coming to the end of 2020 going into 2021 yeah going into 2021 started to change slightly yeah just just well uh sort of like christmas i noticed uh um just after christmas i noticed that i had a lump my glands I thought because my glands was up in my neck and I thought I'd wait it out but it started to sort of like feel I started to get discomfort from it so I didn't really want to bother anyone so I took myself to the doctors Mm. they checked me out and said oh we think it's your glands but we'll just get the hospital to um, have a look so they referred me to the hospital they give me an ultrasound on it and they said, yeah, she, your glands seem up, but we don't know why it's not going down, you know? And I never told Mel, I didn't tell anybody, didn't <laughs> tell anybody that was going to the hospital, didn't tell anyone that was going to the doctors. Um, because yeah, my family, you know, warriors. So I'm like, I'm not really that way in kind. And, and until that I need to tell them something, I don't, I try to protect them in that way. Mm-hmm. So I then, the doctors then at the hospital then booked me for another appointment for sort of like a swab needle test on it um, where they took some samples. So they did that. That came back inconclusive. And this time, like, how did you feel? Were you peaceful? Like, yeah. all these tests, like, did you have any, like, worries or...? 
No. You had peace. I had, I, I had, yeah, I had peace, and I've always said, uh, um, God is in control mm-hmm. of of everything, and we can't say that we trust God. But then when we hit problems, you know, what I mean, we hide away, or we try to take things into our own. We either trust God or we don't. And I was. I just trusted God. He knew what he was doing. So then the needle test came back inconclusive. And they said, we need to do more uh, proper biopsy um, on it. And... Uh, uh, the, was um, that the bone marrow? No, 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 no. Okay. Um, and, uh, yeah, they need a proper biopsy on it. And so... At this point, uh, at this point I'm like, yeah, I think I need to <laughs> tell, tell my Mel. wife. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I told Mel, and she was, she, to be fair to Mel, at this point, she was, she was all right. She was all right. Well, at the end of the day, you're not, you're having a, you know, you've had a uh, needle test came out in, you're having a Yeah, she didn't, biopsy. she was she, she, she weren't really worried about it. Um, I sort of like um, was I wasn't worried, but I was like something's not right. I knew something was not right. Okay. Um, so then they uh, I got to the hospital because I went on my own again. I got to the hospital and it was in the um, it was in the, uh, the cancer uh, in in in. Portsmouth, uh, the uh, the cancer bit where they do the take the um, biopsies and all of that, and so I'd clocked. Well, I was sitting in the waiting room, and two people had come out this one door. Mm-hmm. No, one person first, and he was like, obviously he'd had bad news. So it was like, I was like sitting there thinking. And then I thought to myself, wow, if, if, if at any point I get called into that room in the future, I know. You know what time it is. I know what time it is. I know what time it is. Oh my gosh. And, and so that was the, um, so they did the, did the biopsy. And then it was just waiting, waiting. Then they called us in me and Mel in for the results and then um, I sort of like I, I'd come to terms within myself at this point it was almost like God had prepared me like yeah this ain't gonna go this ain't gonna be the news that you're expecting but I've still got your but almost like yeah you kind of knew something was wrong whereas on the other hand mm. for, for us like i got told dad was going for like a scan and me like that dad said we're what we're warriors <laughs> so naturally i was a little bit anxious and he kind of comforted me and was like don't worry like it's it's just a scan like it's nothing so instantly like i was like do you know what like yeah this is nothing like so in my head i'm expecting like oh like he's just got like i don't know something wrong mm. but it, it can't be that it can't be that big thing you know that we're all thinking about um, so anyway, yeah, you get the results. So me and Mel go there, 
No, and I said to him, look, I'd clocked. That, 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 when we got there, I'd clocked that somebody else had come out of that room and they were in, like, obviously. So you there. knew now, if I so get if I, I'm room. like, I'm like, I just like, so I said to him, look, whatever, whatever it said, just write it down. Hmm. Just, just write, we just need to process whatever. She said, yeah, yeah, it's fine, that's fine, it's fine. And I'm like, this ain't gonna be fine. I just know that, I just know it must be, I just know this ain't gonna yeah. go as, as what you're expecting of. Um, um, so we went in there and the guy was like, and we, we get called in and it's that room. So I'm already, I'm already <laughs> mentally- Prepared. Prepared for whatever he says. Mm -hmm. I'm mentally prepared for it. So he's like, and you know something's, you know something's like, when they're Wrong. acting a certain when, way, like when their body language. Oh, his, his body language, and he's talking all this soft, like... Sheepish. He's like, um, oh, so yeah, you know, we did mm. the um, needle test, and we did... Um, and you're like, yeah, come on, come on. And we did the um, <laughs> biopsy, and, and I'm like, just... But he goes, yeah, so the test have come back, and I'm, I'm sorry to say that you, you've got cancer. And um, I've gone, well, it is what it is. That's, that's okay. Yeah. And Mel's just, bless her. She's like, oh, it's just hit her. Cause she didn't, yeah. she didn't, she did not expect them words. And when you hear something that you are just, it's like uh, in the COVID year, we, we had a cousin that passed away now he was as healthy as anything we did not expect it at all so when the news came that he passed away it hit us like a ton of bricks yeah it was like that it was probably like that for mel she didn't she didn't expect it she didn't mm -hmm. expect them words to come out of his mouth i don't think it, any of us and it hit her and i'm like the doctor said are you okay and i'm like yeah yeah god's got this mm. god's in control so i believe in god and he, and he's looking at me as if to say, oh, do you want to go to the counselling room? And I'm like, mm, nah. And I, and I don't think he could quite believe how calm. I just said, look, God, you know, mm -hmm. God, we believe, I said to him, we believe in a God who heals. So, mm -hmm. bigger the testimony when he heals. And, it, and I think he thought it was a bit strange. <laughs> many people do you know but my mindset at that time was like oh yeah oh, so i weren't worried about you having it or carrying cancer or whatever may come because he said look we can't really treat it because we can see someone on your chest as well and yeah that so way. we can't really treat it at present and if it gets worse we may look at chemo um so when Mel heard that as well, it was just, yeah, she was just not in a good place. But I were, I was, I wasn't worried about the cancer. I was worried. All my mind was, oh, I've got to tell the girls. I've got to tell. I've got to tell the kids. I've, and my yeah. mind was like, oh my gosh, because I do not like. I'm not what. I'm not one of these guys that. Are, um, how can I say? Dad is not like very, not that he's not emotional, but 
but he doesn't deal well with like crying or like he just it's awkward like he just has this awkward laugh um and so it's uncomfortable for him like and we're all like emotional women like we cry and so he's like oh my gosh i've got to tell like all my daughters who i know are gonna is i know how they're gonna react but and also like yeah almost like dad does the opposite like when you, if you're on a roller coaster and i'm screaming my dad is laughing his head off like i'm like i don't understand but anyway um yeah, yeah so, so, to tell. so that was that was that my because i knew that yeah everyone processed things different but i knew that this was going to be hard tough it was probably through through everything through not even getting told cancer not even not even walking through it that that was all it was it was telling the girls and my family my sisters and my yeah because I, I mean i never even to the point where i did not tell my sisters i got my brother to tell my sisters because i knew that i just i just i think the thing is as well like when you I don't know, like, you're the rock in our family and you, um, you know, we look up to you and, you know, come to you with everything, like, advice and you to then hear, like, that somebody that you see is so strong is actually not well or, like, you know, and the connotations that come with that, like, cancer, like... Mm. It's there's like a big your stigma. World yeah, there's stops. a big stigma. Everybody like when they hear the word cancer, and like, I, and, I, and everyone's like, "Oh, well, why you?" And I'm yeah, like, well, why, I remember saying, why, not? "Why, Dad? Why my dad? Like, he does everything for everyone. Da, 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 da. Like, why him, God? Why?" And I'm like, "Well, why not? Other people get ill. Other people." Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, "You know, what I mean, I'm no different mm. to many people that have." Um, come and gone before before me, and have uh, have lived a good life. You know, fought fought well. You know, um, and and passed away and gone up to glory. Mm. I, I'm no different to that. So I was just like, well, why not? But I also knew that it wasn't my. T- I, I just knew and had a sense of peace. And and it was trying to explain that to Mel. I just knew that it was. Yeah. And Mel was like, how can you say that? How can you say Dad's that? Faith. Like, I said, because I just, I just know, I know, I, I, I get this sense that I know when, I know when God spoke, spoken to me, I know when, and it's hard to explain. Yeah. You know, so I just knew that I was going to be all right. I and knew that the girls were going to be all right. That like, is such a good point though, because yeah dad's faith in it his peace it almost like after we obviously had processed everything gave us the peace and the faith because i'm like okay dad hang on you're the one walking through this you're the one having to go through and you've got a peace so if you know you're going to be okay and god's got you then then i've got to believe too and and Mm. and my our parents are such a good example as well because they were like, yes, yes, we're going through this, but we also have a church family. Yeah. Like, and we are part of something bigger than this. Mm-hmm. So we need to be open. We need to be, like I say, humble, open and transparent. Mm-hmm. And they did that. We did that. Yeah, I remember because we heard the news on the Thursday, Thursday or the Friday. Yeah, it was a weekday. 
Yeah, Thursday the Friday, and then I said to Mel, I'm going to tell the church. She goes, well, when? I said, I'm going to tell them this Sunday. I'm going to tell them, like, and she was like, what? No, no. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were like, no. Uh, and I'm like, this is my church family. You know, if a family, you know, you don't hide things. So, I'm, it, you know, I want the church to be praying. Yeah. I want the church to be a part of this miracle. I want the church to, you know, um, believe what the Bible says have faith in it and 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 live it out yeah so i was like i'm not gonna hide um and i'm not gonna stop doing the things that god's called me to do so i was leading worship that sunday evening mm-hmm. and i was like yeah like told the church you know and i, and I also said don't don't walk on eggshells around me yeah. i am me just be be you Mm-hmm. And yeah, pray for me, and we see God move within this. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, just the power in prayer, and talking about that, and like obviously all our church family praying, mm. and us praying. The first, I guess, the first answered prayer was the treatment because obviously originally they said, "Oh, you've got cancer in your chest," yeah, and then so you wouldn't get treatment, and then it was, "Oh." we don't know whether we're going to do chemo or, yeah. and you didn't want chemo i didn't want chemo i prayed lord please not chemo radiotherapy but not just yeah. not chemo so obviously three months later they gave me the, they gave me another scan um and they had a check and then they came back and said look we can't find anything on your chest so we can go away we we we, we think we can do some extensive um radio radiotherapy like like high dosage radiotherapy um but we just need to do one more biopsy now this was the worst one it was a bone marrow biopsy oh. in, in, your, in your spine oh oh even, stop it no even talking about it and i was like yeah so they done that and yeah it all came back so they said yeah, we're going to put you on. Um, it was three weeks um, every day, apart from the weekends, going in for three weeks um, to have radiotherapy. Um, and so that was like answer to prayer number one. One, I didn't want chemo. Two, that they could actually yeah. treat uh, the radiotherapy. And three, there was nothing on the chest. Yeah, so that was an, that was like three answers to prayer one. Then you go to get the treatment. So then I go to get the the treatment on the first because they said, "Oh yeah," I said, "How long is it going to last?" And then they said, "It's about twenty minutes." They said, "You," and I was working, so I still wanted to work. So they said, "Look, we'll book you in for slots towards the end of the day." So my slots were between sort of like five, well, half past four and six o'clock, any time within that time, so I could get there, work during the day, get there get home, rest. So I got there on that first Monday and I thought, right, 20, they called me in and I thought, it's gonna be 20 minutes, I'll be out soon. 20 minutes comes and goes and I could see them faffing about 40 minutes comes and goes and nothing, nothing. And then the doctor, they're looking all sheepish. Two or three doctors kept coming in and out and coming in and talking. And then one one of the <laughs> consultants come over to me and he goes, um, so I just need to ask, clarify some things. Um, I said, okay, he said, um, you've not had any treatment. I said, 
I'm here for the treatment. Treatment? <laughs> no, I've been waiting 40 minutes for my first treatment. <laughs> and he said, he started laughing and he said, no, what I mean is you've not had any alternate treatment or, or taken any alternate medicine, medicines. I said, no. And he says, um, no, no. Um, what Have you taken any tablets or has and no no you have not had any radiotherapy anywhere else no 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 like so he said um okay he got, went away and he come back about five minutes he says oh we've got some good news we've got the bad news he said the bad news is we cannot treat you today he says so i'm like mm, okay so <laughs> then what's the good he said the good news is is that your cancer in the neck, the lymphoma in the neck, is shrunk by two centimetres. And he said, okay, so he says, that's why I'm asking you again. Have you taken? I said, no. I said, but we believe in the power of prayer. Amen. The church has been praying and we've been praying. And, and, he, and he said, he started laughing and he said, well, keep that up, sir. Keep that up. <laughs> <laughs> so that yeah. was a brilliant moment of just God Again, miracle number four yeah. coming through, um, and uh, I just. But just to point out, like how Dad just kept, like as much as he was doing the treatment and he was tired and everything, like he didn't seem <coughs> like he was different. Like you know, obviously he's going through it in that, but to the point that we're <laughs> we're in the van one time after his treatment, and we're talking of like talking in the van or whatever. And he's like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. Like sometimes it just makes me feel like I feel like I haven't even slept. Like I've opened my eyes and I've not been to sleep. And I was like, yeah, I know what you mean. Dad. I'm so tired at the minute. And he turns to me like, are you going through radiotherapy? I was like, oh yeah, I'm not having, yeah, yeah, sorry. Sorry about that. I'll tell you what, I, just the people that I met as well. Oh, it was just, God, I loved it. People like thinking you're strange. <laughs> I loved every day going there, chatting to, because the people that go there, that like you see them constantly, because they're going there every day as well. So just getting to chat to people, just getting to witness, just getting to tell people, oh, it shrunk by two centimeters. God done. Oh, it was just, it was just such a a witness and such a powerful testimony mm. for me to just be going and, and just encourage. Look, it's gonna be all right. Yeah. Yeah. You. you, you You'll be, I'll be praying for you, just saying that. And just seeing their, their smiles on, on some of their faces was just uh, a comfort to me, just being able to mm. encourage and just see, just yeah, try and bless, bless, bless other people who are going through um, <clears throat> a difficult time. On the power of prayer, um, like when I was going for my treatment, um, through my treatment, Mike, Smith, who, who works for me in our church, he would walk round St. Richard's. He would walk round the radiotherapy area and where they, and he would just be praying. He wow. would just be praying. And he, he, he had faith for God to do a miracle. Mm. There was another person like uh, Mary from our church. Um, she, she's from the Chichester site. She was like, and, and certain other people would just, Maybe just praying and I'd meet her sometimes to just pray and the elders from my church would be praying and obviously my family but there was people's uh, faith was rising and I could feel it in my spirit 
faith was rising. I knew that when the treatment was over, there was only it was only there was only going to be one outcome. I knew that within my within my spirit. I knew that. So yeah, yeah there's a line in the song actually. Um, the song's called More Than Able, but it says like, can you imagine with all the faith in the room what the Lord can do? Yeah. And it's like so true. Like when everyone has that faith, when everyone is pressing in, <laughs> in prayer, like God is going to move yeah. mightily. Um, so yeah, that's such an encouragement. And then, okay, so you've had your treatment. Yeah. We get to the December. When it's so I've had the treatment and obviously you were covering well, apart from tiredness and <clears throat> they they call you in so they uh they call me in and uh so i had my uh i had my radio therapy september it was december with, the 21st and then december they call me in they did a they did a test before that mm. and then they call me in and he said like i'd just like to say yeah uh, we've there's no traces can be found oh. in your in, of the cancer, um, radiotherapy seems to work. And I'm like, yeah, that's radiotherapy. I give God thanks for doctors and medicines, but it's God who's done it. Yeah. And we give him the praise and we give him the glory and the honor. I wasn't, you know, like it was, uh, I didn't go, I, because all the way through. You knew. Yeah, so it was, it was just, it was just confirming, like, yeah, yeah I know. I was I just know, confirming, like... like, and just giving, just giving him the praise. And people, other people may have gone, yeah, oh. But I was just like, yeah, giving the For praise. Me? And it wasn't, it wasn't a, oh, uh, you know, not, I, I didn't take it for granted. It was almost like a, yeah, God, you said you would do it. Yeah. And I'm giving you the praise. Yeah. No, so definitely. I'm, I'm thanking you. My spirit is excited, you know, because of the miracles that mm. you continue to do. This yeah. was the fifth miracle in a short space of time. Yeah, definitely. You know, so that is so true and for me like for us we got a text from dad saying because all we wanted for Christmas was for dad to be deemed cancer free like that was all we were asking for and then to receive a text like on the 21st of December like moments before Christmas like hey girls have an early Christmas present I'm cancer free oh my gosh the emotion everything just poured out of me I was crying I was a mess at work and I was, but I was so joyful and happy because like dad said we knew God was gonna do it like we knew but it's just like that like release of like ah oh my gosh god you're amazing i knew you were but oh my gosh like just yeah, yeah. anyway um so like walking through all of this um how was your relationship with god i know yeah. you said like obviously you had I, faith and stuff but i don't know like i, th I think my relationship my relationship with, with god's always been i mean you go through your peaks and troughs but my relationship with god's always been good i've always tried to you know um I trust him in in, in everything, mm. you know. And though we, as humans, we we are sinful beings, so we will fall. But I trust him. I trust him in the word. And one of the scriptures, one of my favourites, says this. And this is one of the things that I kept reading, kept, you know, as well as Psalms twenty three. I kept reading Psalms ninety one. Whoever dwells in the shelter 
of mm. the most. Like, now that's it's one of the things that we do as a family. We we have worship times together. We pray together. We worship as in song worship together. Um, and we, we continue to do that. It says, whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in, in, in whom I trust, in whom I trust. He's my refuge and fortress in whom I trust. It goes on to say this as well, because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him for he acknowledges my name. He will call on me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him, showing my salvation. And I just knew God was coming through. I knew mm. that he was going to satisfy me with life. Yeah. yeah and um, I would say, look, you know what? Continue to stay in the word, continue to trust him, believe in the power of prayer. Yeah. Believe in a God that still heals. Um, I know uh, I've heard so many people would say, oh yeah, well, yeah, God doesn't heal in these times. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. I'm a living witness, living mm -hmm. testimony. God heals. Um, he heals today. He heals tomorrow. He'll heal forevermore. Because this is a God that um, he, he never fails. He never he goes never back fails. on his promises. You know? Yeah. So. Um, that would be your encouragement. Yeah. My encouragement is trust him. Stay in the word. Stay on your knees in prayer. Not literally stay on your knees, but <laughs> be on your knees in praying and know that he is faithful. Yeah. God is faithful. He's faithful to do even more than you can ever 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 imagine you know so we give him the glory and we give him the praise amen 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 i feel like that has rounded everything off really nicely um yeah i just i'm always encouraged when i hear my dad's testimony um but it is yeah definitely something like living out and just witnessing like how good god is because he is totally. just incredible um but yeah i really just pray that this encourages you um i just yeah i pray that um you are blessed this week and for you guys. yeah we're praying for you guys if there's anything that you need prayer for please leave it in the comments below mm. um or just send me a message or whatever um and yeah i just yeah i am hoping that you are having a wonderful december we're yeah. in december there's one thing that you could do for me as, as well um and that is subscribe the makeup the makeup subscribe, oh, 100 likes gosh. 100 likes yeah 100 likes and i'm um, praying i know that god god would want me to make okay, this better okay right let's better. not let's so not we're gonna end Jesus, this now yeah. we're gonna end this now i'm so Bless sorry guys. guys have Bless a blessed you. one see you next week for another episode of tnt with you bye <laughs>